0: This podcast is sponsored by Sugarlands Distilling. Visit SugarlandsDistilling.com for great recipes and more.
1: Hey, it's the Simple Cocktails Podcast with Greg and Lisa Mays.
0: This is our exploration of drinking well, entertaining, and cocktail making.
1: And this is Season 3, Episode 1, The Margarita. Alright, this is brand new. Right. Yep, we have decided to... Take the show in a slightly different direction.
0: I think with every season, yeah. we try to change it up a little bit. We
1: do. And so uh, we're going to kind of clearly go back and, and tell you what seasons are what. But basically, when we started that first time together, that's season one. Right. When we brought the friends in the studio, that's season two. Right. And now season three is going to be, um, the best way I can put it, is more themed and education focused. Right. And for this episode, we start with the margarita.
0: You couldn't have picked a more better Summer cocktail to kick it off.
1: I think so. I think so. And the margarita is the most popular cocktail in the world.
0: In the world? In the world. I thought it was just America. I don't think so. Okay.
1: Uh, Everything I've read says it's the most popular one in the world. Okay. And I believe everything I read. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So uh, here's the deal about the margarita. Let me give you a little background here. The margarita, so I opened three or four of my favorite old cocktail books. Right. And you know what I found in there?
0: Nothing. American. Not the margarita. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: these were books from uh, one was from 1948. One was from the th- late 30s, just after prohibition, and there was no margarita. Right. There was there was nothing in there about them. So then I started to try to figure out the history. And the books that I read basically said the margarita was either invented in the 30s or in the 50s. Right. And in both cases, there is a Hispanic woman named Margarita who says it was named after her. Okay. All right? All right. So some say, oh, this woman we come in the bar and order this drink. Her name was Margarita. The bartender named it after her. Okay. Or uh, the bartender was in love with a woman named Margarita, named it after her. All right. The other argument is, I think I have my opinion. The other argument is, where was it invented? Guesses? I would say California. <laughs> That's a great guess. Because... Great. Some of the legends say it was uh, made in Mexico, right? but most people say that it was California, that the drink really started to get written down and, and found out about and all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting. Okay. And it was during that period. So really, you can't find a margarita in a cocktail book until probably the 60s. And then in the 60s, that thing just took off. You start to see it in cocktails. I
0: imagine that it's a pretty new thing, you know, being that cocktails was a new thing. Yeah. Margarita is probably even fresher than that.
1: My guess is it had something to do with how easy it was to get tequila.
0: Okay. You know what I mean? Right. And tequila didn't come until after Prohibition. Is that right? I
1: don't imagine that it did, although certain areas like New Mexico... Tequila was a big thing that was right. being, uh, right. you know, brought in illegally. Tequila and Mexican whiskey. Okay. So anyway, that's that's sort of the background. No one really knows. As most legends go, when you were drinking and you're speaking history. They
0: change just a little. It, it all
1: gets blurry. So <laughs> it's somewhere between the 30s and 50s. Right. <laughs> but the 60s, it certainly took off. Right. And that's, and that's sort of the background. For being
0: the it. world's most popular cocktail, yeah. it came from America.
1: Yeah. And that's a big deal.
0: That we know of. Yeah.
1: As well as another cocktail that starts with an M. That's a very popular cocktail. The Martini. Also an American invention.
0: Right. But that's another show.
1: That's another show. God bless us. So
0: when are we going to start opening up the, the the tequila?
1: A long time from now. Okay. Yeah. I, you have to listen through the whole lesson <laughs> before you get... It's, I feel you have like... have to I, eat your dinner before you have your dessert. I feel
0: like it could take, like, swallow these words yes. better with a drink in my hand.
1: Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. All no, right. I can't do it. Uh, let me figure out a good way. I'm going to make a cocktail. All right. As I make it, we'll talk a little more. Right. And then I'm going to make another one. Okay. So I'm, what I'm going to do today is two forms of a margarita. All right. Two different ones. Oh, okay? great. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I
0: imagine it's a, it's a classic.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, one of Well, uh, yeah, both recipes are by famous cocktail people. So the first thing that's pretty important for a margarita is the salt rim.
0: Right. That's you, a pretty big You want to put that first, yeah. from what you've told me, because you want it to get hardened. Yeah. You don't want it dripping down the side as you're it's pouring. It's the worst thing, yeah. Right. So,
1: So the big thing is... Long before or while you are deciding how you're going to make your margarita, do the salt rim and then just set them down. Right. Right. The big one that you want to wait a long time is a sugar rim. Right. Those you have to set aside a, like an hour. You
0: need to harden that.
1: Because they will get gooey. They'll be all over your hands. Yeah. It'll be super And I gross.
0: like how you rim. Um, he rims half the glass.
1: Yeah. Always. Um,
0: yeah. Because I Unless don't like salt
1: say. on my margarita. So if I ask you for a margarita and you give me a salt-covered one, I'm not going to like it very right. much salt. So. All right. So I'm going to do... Like I said, there's lots of different recipes. I will tell you more about this recipe later. I'm just going to make it so we can drink it. Does that sound okay? So the margarita, here's, here's one thing we do know, is the grandfather of the margarita is what's called the daisy. I've heard this. A daisy is a form of cocktail. And the definition of a daisy from back in the day is citrus juice, fruit syrup, or liqueur, And a spiritus liquor.
0: All right. It's pretty vague.
1: It is pretty. Well, but if you think about it, that's exactly what a margarita is, right? Right. It's citrus juice. It's lime. It's fruit syrup or liqueur. It's um, triple sec, right? Which is an orange liqueur. And then it's um, a spiritus liqueur, tequila, of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the daisy became another drink. uh, So we don't really make daisies anymore
0: yeah, okay. I don't hear that. or they, or that they have often.
1: specific names. another daisy would be like a uh whiskey sour. okay, that's a daisy, all right, okay. Citrus juice, liqueur. So it
0: morphed into spirits. margaritas, right. sours.
1: They all have specific names, okay? Right? Because if you look in these old cocktail books, there was like a whole series of these are daisies, these are flips, these are sangarees. They had all these really wacky right. names long before, um, long before prohibition. And so uh, I'm going to shake this because margaritas are always shaken.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask the question? Yeah. Because I am the <laughs> the majority.
1: I want to say. Let's hear it.
0: The- is it frowned upon to have frozen, frozen drinks?
1: I don't think so. Um, I don't think that it is. I mean, okay. frozen drinks, especially when it's blazing hot. Right. Um,
0: but it's harder to get at a craft cocktail bar.
1: Yeah, because they don't always have blenders. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Um, that's the big problem is you go to a fancy craft cocktail bar, they might not have a blender because they're not really making so, frozen So let's just drinks. say
0: that my question is yes. <laughs> it is kind of frowned upon within the right people.
1: It is. But the interesting thing at Tales of the Cocktail last year, we had lots of frozen drinks. Wait, we did. So it's getting to be like, oh, it's cool again really? or something. You know, it's kind of like a it just a throw all back. depends.
0: There's a lot. I'm not trying to say that a lot of these craft bartenders are, you know, uppity and they yeah. have rules, but... Right. They, all of them, the, the, main, the main rule is that they just want to make what you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And educate and so, you a little bit more. And I think it's getting popular. I think frozen drinks are getting popular again. So you taste it first and then I'll have some. Too.
0: Okay. All, all right.
1: right. So this is our first margarita. Mm. Yeah. Good that's one? It. Did you get some salt? Yes, I did. All right.
0: Oh, that's it. The older I get, the less salt I want. I feel like I wanted you to rim that every single time I, I had I remember. A new
1: one. Every time you took a sip, I needed to re rim it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, now we're drinking margaritas, which makes everything better. It does. Right. So what happened is the daisy became, became especially the sidecar. Okay. And the sidecar is a family. Well, the daisy became the family known as sours. Okay. Okay. A sour, a whiskey sour. Uh, margarita is a sour. Sour means it has citrus juice and a little bit of uh, sh- sugar, sweetener of some sort. Right. Okay. So we see the family of sours. Used to be known as daisies. No one calls it that anymore. Okay. See, the family of sours. But one that was really popular was a sidecar. Okay. And a sidecar is brandy. Uh, a sidecar also contains um, triple sec and lemon juice. Okay. Okay? So as you see, that's almost the same thing as a margarita. You swap the brandy for tequila. You swap the lemon juice for lime juice. There you are. Okay. So uh, if we say a daisy was the grandfather of the um Margarita. Margarita, thank you very much. <laughs> then we can say a sidecar is kind of the father of of the oh, margarita. So as tequila one's... was easier to get, that's what we right. used. Right,
0: and that one has stuck around a lot better than the Daisy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Sidecar... A little bit, but definitely the margarita. Okay. And the sidecar is usually rimmed with sugar. So you can see you can kind of visualize in your head it's got similar elements, it's got a little bit of a rim. Right. Okay, that sounds kind of like Right.
0: It. I see I see the story, how it's how it's how it's traveled to evolve into the perfect
1: mar- Perfect dream. Right, for me. <laughs> well we'll see. Because okay. we're drinking one right now, All right. and I'm going to make a different one in a minute. Okay. So um, tell me how you feel about this drink, or do you want to compare them?
0: Oh, this is, I mean, you can't go wrong for me. You can't go wrong for a margarita. That's my go-to at, because um, I guess you can make it wrong. You can make it too sweet. Mm-hmm. I'll still drink it, though. That's me.
1: <laughs> so of the two recipes I have, both from famous uh, this is the sweetest.
0: All right. The and one you're about to make or the no, one that the you No, the one just we're made.
1: drinking now. All right. It's the sweetest and it's the less tart. It actually has twice as much uh, sweetener as it does citrus juice. Uh, our other one is about to blow minds, though. Okay. Because it is a very different recipe. So the one we're drinking now is Robert Hess's recipe.
0: Right.
1: Big thing about the margarita is there is a million recipes out there. And the big thing you see is the old recipes are a lot different than the new recipes. Right. In one particular way, a lot of new margarita recipes use agave syrup right. to sweeten them. Right. Old margarita recipes did not. They always use triple sec. Right. Um, but new ones, they use agave syrup. I've seen crazy ones that are like half agave syrup, half simple syrup. They don't use triple sec at all, which adds like an orange flavor. It does. Um, so that's kind of an interesting twist. So this is by Robert Hess. Robert Hess is a famous mixologist in Seattle. Right. He's actually not a working bartender. He's just kind of a historian. He is. I would call him. He works for Microsoft, you know, so he's like a you know, typical nerd. Um, but but yeah, he's really studied up on cocktails. And so his margarita recipe, listen up, an ounce and a half of tequila, mm-hmm. one ounce of triple sec. Oh, goodness. So your sweetener is almost as high it as your is. spirit. Right. Half an ounce of lime. Wow. So that's, in my opinion, that's totally out of whack.
0: <laughs> really? You, know? you want
1: your tequila to be highest, but then I want lime. Yeah. I want my margarita to be tart.
0: So I imagine, for the simple person yes. like myself, that Kay. this is the one to go to.
1: Why are you calling yourself a simple person?
0: <laughs> because sometimes, like that, that, that jolt of tequila, it just needs to much. like gradually get on you. You know, it could
1: be right. Okay, I hear you. I hear you on that one. You
0: always got to give them more sugar. Those who aren't uh, as qualified a drinker as yourself.
1: It's true. It's true, and most people prefer that. Right. You know, I, right. I, from time to time, people have been known to resweeten their drinks. But I want to say,
0: right? like, if you were to measure this up, this is probably going to be the crowd's favorite, you know?
1: It might be. Let's taste this next one and see, though. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of excited I'm, to taste this I'm recipe. I'm scared,
0: because if this one was sweeter, then this is going to be, like, two ounces of tequila.
1: Oh, yes. It is two ounces of tequila. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. So this is, a, this is Gary Regan, uh, who ah, goes by yes. Gaz. Uh, he is a, another kind of famous... But he's been a bartender. He's kind of a historian. He's a British guy, but he's he's kind of uh, you know the the old guard of cocktails, right? right? So this is his recipe, Gary Regan's. I, um, give it a shake, and okay. I'll review what's in it. Okay. So this one is two ounces tequila, half an ounce of triple sec. Half. Wait for this one okay. though. Okay. An ounce and a half of lime juice. Oh, super tart. So super tart. The lime is almost... tequila tequila, super tart. The lime (laughs) is almost as high as tequila in this one. All right. Unbelievable, and I can't wait to taste it. This is going to be fun. It's my opinion that if a margarita is not tart, you don't need salt. If you make it really sweet, then it's kind of like...
0: You need that. Oh, that's interesting. You
1: don't need the salt to cut the tart. Right. So I'm going to pass this one. This one's got that little half salt rim. Yeah, that's my advice. If you're going to rim anything with sugar or with salt, right. just, do it, uh, just do it halfway so that if people don't like it, they don't have Cheers. to enjoy it. Cheers.
0: Salud. Here we go. Ooh, Oh, yeah. Lots of tequila. A little bit tart. Lots of lime. But you want to know something? I could totally eat with this. There's a lot of cocktails Ooh. out there that I can't eat with. It's just going to be after my meal. This needs like a carne asada.
1: It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> so why why is the other sweeter one not appropriate for eating with? I don't for get
0: me, I I don't I don't like sweet with food. I, you need iced tea huh. or something like that. Something tart. But this is like heavy with the lime. Mm-hmm. It would go great with some delicious like street tacos. You know,
1: yeah. it's good. I like uh, my margaritas tart. Um, it's a little too tart for me. Really, I would drop it from an ounce and a half of of lime juice i'd go to one ounce okay that way it'd be a te- two of tequila one of lime half of triple sec
0: all right so that would you be know. your your little that would be, take that's, it.
1: in fact that's usually how i make margaritas right that's about the but recipe but let's just I say use. to yeah. be fair you're it.
0: not a margarita drinker you're going to go I'm for not. a beer. Yeah. You're going to go for an IPA.
1: The ti- that's true. The times I drink margaritas, it's because I've made a picture of them.
0: Right. <laughs> and you don't want me to drink them all.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't want <laughs> so to, be a gentleman. to drink them all. Boy, that is really tart. Really? That's really I
0: me. like them. I'm serious. There's not a margarita I haven't had. And I don't go crazy in, in respect for you. I don't go crazy with like pear margaritas or peach caramel margaritas. You do
1: that out of respect for me?
0: I totally would, though. What yeah, is a
1: peach caramel margarita. I don't know,
0: but I'm sure that they've made Sounds it. Sounds kind of good.
1: <laughs> Grilled peach, something. You know, yeah, I could, I could see. Dripping mar- So You did that out caramel. of respect for me. I do. Wow. Because I can you.
0: see it in your face. Like yeah. you don't have good. Like you have. You know what I mean? Like you don't.
1: I don't have a good one. Oh, I can't cover my expression. No, you can't. Like, if you would have said blueberry margarita, you, you would have right. seen my there eyes. There was there was trip. this one
0: time that you had like a meeting with a whole yeah. bunch of guys, and uh-huh. this one guy ordered a margarita, and he put sweet and low in his. In it, yeah, and, in and front of. And, and this is a jo- This is a story with you involved in it. I, wow. I, I can't believe you don't remember it. Anyway, the guy across from him was yeah. like. Hey, dude, do you see Greg Mays's face? Do you you realize (laughs) what he's are doing to his face by putting sweet and low (laughs) in his margarita? That's a shame. So, yeah. I don't want to see that face. I
1: remember that story. That was a good one. Right.
0: I, I was strained from the caramel peach margaritas.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, speaking of margaritas... I'm going to welcome a brand new sponsor to the Simple Cocktails right. podcast. So we got Sugarlands Shine. Sugarlands Shine. That's right. They are a moonshine brand yep. uh, with a familiar Mason jar uh, bottle. That's how I know. I know it's it's liquor. That's right. In a lightning,
0: jar. Right, right. <laughs> Liquid lightning. <laughs> so we're
1: going to be trying Sugarlands at the blog. We're going to be doing some more with it on the podcast. Right. But we want to welcome Sugarlands. So Sugarlands is really focused on. Awesome looking stuff. Right. If you look at their website and you look at their distillery, it's ready for people. Right. Like bring them. It's all wood and there's barrels. Right. It's really cool. Looking.
0: Along with an amazing spirit. Yeah. It looks like a do. fun
1: place to go. Right.
0: And, you and if you look at it, obviously it's the Mason jar. You can't go wrong with that nowadays. Yep. Beautiful. Lettering on it and a picture. It's yeah. it's really cool.
1: Really cool artwork.
0: If if this was the, the city where you can take like liquor and have a picnic, yes. this would be the thing. This would be
1: the thing. I think so. So you think moonshine is more appropriate on a picnic?
0: Uh, let's say a tailgating party. I like it.
1: <laughs> that sounds good. And so far, all of the ones I have are 50% alcohol. So yeah. they're nice and bitey. Yeah. This is their kind of original. It's called Silver Cloud mm-hmm. Moonshine. So it's just a straight moonshine. What, what makes moonshine a moonshine usually... Is that it's unaged corn whiskey, right? But sneak preview: Sugarlands makes unaged rye as oh, well. Oh, so interesting! So I'm a little excited to to dip into that. So we like to welcome Sugarlands. Yes. Definitely go out Thank and you. try their product. They have quite a line of really cool flavors. They're they're making liqueurs now, like cream liqueurs right. and stuff like that. Right. So they got really cool flavors, and it's a cool place to visit right. if you're ever in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is up the road from where I was born. So, as Mr. Rogers says, what did you learn today? (laughs) I don't know if he said that. I learned
0: that, like most spirits, most cocktails, you really don't know the full story. And that's what's fun about it.
1: And there's probably a woman involved. Probably, always. A mysterious woman. Yes. I really like that part of it. Yeah.
0: I love margaritas, though. I really do.
1: So, you like the uh, less tart... The Robert Hess Margarita. I'm
0: just gonna go back to what I just said. I like margaritas.
1: Yeah, you didn't care. You pour <laughs> pour one into the other, and now you got a big margarita.
0: Right. I would just I would just drink the first one first. Yeah. And then the second one. I like that. Right. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. So I mean, margaritas. Like I said, there's a million ways to make them. They make a smoked sage margarita in right. Santa Fe. Uh, you see blue margaritas. Yeah. Basically, that just means they're using blue curacao. Right. Which is just orange liqueur just like triple sec it's just colored blue right so that's the only thing that makes it different it's
0: just a formula yeah it's a formula and you can tweak it any way you like
1: that's a good point that's a good point and i'm glad we got to try two of those millions of formulas tonight right all right uh so that's it for our show welcome to the new season season three i'm greg mays i'm the managing editor of SimpleCocktails.net.
0: and i'm lisa mays please check us out on facebook twitter and instagram thanks for tuning in today guys Cheers.